The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Hey, Well, I must have not been paying attention. When you were just talking to me wow. Do you think that you could repeat the question? How do you do a show when you get rocked with that five minutes before you go on the air, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Man, just gotta roll with it. You know, if I didn't do radio for 30 years, that would have totally thrown me off. My, my, my entire show would have been off, yeah. right? Wow. But... Believe it or not, I've actually had worse things happen five minutes before I've gone on the air. And those of you at home will know what I'm talking about in five minutes, but this is pretty big, and I've had stuff worse, like literally worse, happen right before I've gone on the air. Wow. Yeah. Still do it. You still move forward. You still get it done. You still make it happen. Professional. It's just longevity. We do something for yeah. a really long time. You become a little desensitized. When, like when I first started the Belly Patriot, if if something happened last minute and my computer would crash, I would flip out. I've got three hours to get this to the printer. I would lose my mind. I'd be calling people at home and waking them up at 3 a.m. Now I'm just like, I take a deep breath. We're going to find a way to get through this. We're going to make it happen. And then just, just, just make it happen. Just make it, just make it work. Yeah, I feel like you learn to uh, like function in crisis. Right. Like, you're like, yep, just roll with it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, you and I. Can you do it? Ba, 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 ba. You I was, have I was, I was bouncing in the car yeah, on my way here. Look at you, you've warmed right? up today. Got my lungs going. My lungs feel good today. Good. I feel good today. Don't say it too loud. I know, right? Because <laughs> by tomorrow I won't be able to get out of bed. That's usually how it works. Shout out with Melvin Taylor a little bit this week. Oh, yeah? How's he doing? Yeah, he's okay. I mean, he's up and down. You know, unfortunately, I think he's probably down a little bit more than he's up, but... I kind of reached out to see how he was doing, and I was going to gauge whether or not to ask him if he would do the bash. Right, right. And I didn't get the answers I was looking for, so. I kind of missed that last one. I got you. I covered you there. Appreciate that. (laughs) No one will notice. No. We won't tell them. We sound the same. Yeah, we won't tell them. (laughs) All right. Should we get this show on the road? We have breaking news. We do have breaking news. We better. Unbelievable, but it does show you the, the the value of public pressure because I have been calling and posting on Facebook every fucking day about Alex Talcott. All right, let's get this show going. Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan. With the Paying Attention Podcast, hi, top two guys smoke shop at the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. We've got a little bit of a hodgepodge show for you today. Um, other than the breaking news that we just got five minutes before we went on the air, not really going to be any earth-shattering stuff. Maybe you'll disagree. Maybe you'll like it a little bit more um, than I anticipate you will. Got a couple of stories about how badly Massachusetts is becoming California and why I'm looking for property in New Hampshire. Uh, We'll talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. But first, let's uh, thank our sponsors. And you would think that I would have had that ready, right? But you would be completely wrong about that. I thought Uh, you were a professional, Well, I never said I was a professional. 
professional. I just said I was doing it for a long time. Uh, let's see. Who do we have? A free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream, and I love those guys. And I also want to let uh, Rich Jeffrey know I am not ignoring you. I did get your email. I've just been really overwhelmed. But I do promise you I am going to get to the story that you fed me last week, and it's a pretty big story, so um, everybody should uh, hang on for that. Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. And that's how you have to say it. It's Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. Uh, and my good friend Dave Id Consoli, who I haven't really chatted with all that much lately. Um, and I think it's probably just because I suck as a friend. But um, I'm hoping that he comes to the bash this year. We're hoping that he can come and have some fun with us and, you know, maybe maybe do some things and maybe do some presentations and stuff. Because now technically he's really kind of part of the Valley Patriot, even though he probably would hate me saying that. Um, AFC Urgent Care, we want to thank Zaka and Lisa for making a $2,000 donation again this year for our Valley Patriots scholarships. And what I really appreciate is like, I have a lot of people who give a, who make big contributions to our scholarships every year. But a lot of them wait until the end. And what I appreciate about AFC is they give it to us like when we start. So there's a lot of these scholarships, there would be like $5 in that account if it wasn't for some of the people making big donations at the beginning and helping us get things going. Because when other people see that other people are making donations, it motivates them to make a donation. And so every time someone makes a, like, I think we started off with a $10 donation was our first donation. And I think it was for the special needs scholarship. And I posted, thank you to whoever that was for your $10 donations to our special needs scholarship. This scholarship is now at $10. And within an hour, we had it up to $1,000. Because other people saw it and went, hey, I want to contribute too. I didn't realize Tom did a special needs scholarship. Somehow that got past me. I want to donate to that too. And literally like within an hour or two, like by the end of that day, we were up to like $1,000. So uh, thank you to AFC Urgent Care because everybody who's making a donation this early in the process, and believe me, we only have seven weeks to go. We usually start this much earlier. But as far as like, you know, we're in our second week of raising money. Um, it really does help to get the ball rolling so that by the time we get toward the end, it's really going well. We've got a good groove going. And last year we went from two years ago, we raised $33,000. That was the most we had ever raised by about 50%. Like the year before that, before COVID was 15. Two years ago, it was 33. Last year, we raised $54,000 for these scholarships. And so I'm not really even holding out hope that we're going we're gonna to raise that much this year. But if we can get close, I'll be happy. Like, if we're in the 40s, I'll be happy. And if we break the record, then I'll be thrilled. Like, that would be the greatest thing in the world. But it's people like AFC Urgent Care in Methuen and North Andover who pitch in every year. Every year they come in early. Every year they make a big donation. It's usually They usually give $1,000 to the Whittier Scholarship and $1,000 to the Great Alliance Tech Scholarship. And they did exactly that this year. And I appreciate um, um, Kathy and Lisa Williams and her husband, uh, um, I call him Mr. Lisa, but I hear he doesn't like that, uh, Tom DeLacy and uh, Zaka and everybody over at AFC Urgent They're wonderful people. Um, so thank you. The Doug Mercurio Law Office, Clear Path for Veterans New England. I got to tell you, Randy Carter and Jason Gilbert have um, donated $1,500. They're not only part of Clear Path for Veterans New England, but they also run the John Ratka Memorial Scholarship on their own as a separate thing, and they donate $1,500. Actually, last year they gave 1000 This year they're donating 1500 to our Lawrence High School 
John Radke Eugene Smith ROTC scholarship. And our winner this year is Eileen Suarez, who was the only recipient that has been picked so far. Um, so we want to thank Clear Path. We want to thank Randy. We want to thank Jason. I know I'm talking fast because we got stuff to get to. I'll try and slow myself down. One of the things that I hate about the show watching it afterwards is that I talk so fast. And so I try, when I realize it, I try to slow myself down. You gotta let the fit in, though. If you slowed down, you would talk about far less. That's true. That's true. Then where would we no, If I had no time restriction, I would be like Joe Rogan. I would really get deep into a lot of these topics. sorry. Instead of brushing through them. Um, but I think that guy has like a four-hour podcast yeah, he does every day. <laughs> but I love it, though. I watch that. I'm addicted to it. I can't get away from it. Um, but we'll, we'll do another whole show on that. Still uh, more sponsors, and then we'll do like a two-hour show. It'll right, right. Uh, Tomo Shaken Seafood. Um, Aaron, every year, gives to our bash. Um, and I have not talked to him yet. I haven't approached him. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Barelli's Deli in Part 28. I understand this is supposed to be – last week was supposed to be their last – week with us for a little while because they've got another venture that they're putting their money into. But because they've been so loyal to us, we're going to continue promoting them because I love those guys. I love Jim Tamakio. I love his wife. I love his sons. Matt is a great guy. I love the people who work there. I love Abby and Ashley and all those people. Um, and so even though I think technically they're – no, I think actually it goes another couple of weeks. But even, even after their sponsorship runs out on this show, we're going to keep promoting them because I love them. Um, they're good people, and they're good business people. Uh, EIS, Investigation and Gun Training, a, a big happy birthday to Joe Solomon. His birthday was yesterday, and I am going to be taking him out for dinner right after the show tonight. We're going to be going to Salvatore's. If you see us, please come over and say happy birthday to my friend Joe Solomon. If you, if you even think about coming over and making a fucking snarky remark, you're going to see Tom at his worst. I'm just telling you right now. Joe's my friend, and so please don't do that. Um, I know that there are people who love to confront people in public. You better not do it while I'm sitting there. I'll tell you right now, it'll be, it won't go good for you. Um, but I love Joe Solomon and his family are wonderful people. And, um, and so happy birthday to Joe. I love Joe. And uh, hopefully he enjoys dinner tonight at Salvatore's. So if Mike Agricola is watching, uh, we need our booth. I have a special booth at Salvatore's. They should actually put my name on the booth. Because when I come in... It's funny. Last Sunday we had uh, we we went um, we had a bash committee meeting, and then I went home, and then we went back because I was hungry again. It's weird. Like you sit there, you eat, then you talk for three hours, then you leave, and then you're hungry. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back to Salvatore's. We went back to Salvatore's. There were customers sitting in my booth, but there are people that are there all the time who know that that's my booth. So as we were walking in, the guy looked at me and went. Oh, Tom, listen, you want your booth? And they picked up their food and moved to another booth. And I was like, wow, this is great. We got, I, have to, I, have to have my, I have to have Michael put my name on that booth now because it's now the Valley Patriot Tom Duggan booth. Um, uh, by the way, free shout out to Mike Agricola and Philip Wood at Salvatore's. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Marston and Sun Construction. The Zany Pesci, Peshe, Pesheru, Pesci Law Office. And by the way, Jaina Zany Pesci, the most beautiful woman alive. I will make the announcement now, is going to be our MC yet again this year at the Valley Patriots 20th anniversary bash. And of course, our friends, Matt and Sam and Matt and Sam and Janet and everyone over at uh, Century 21, McLennan Real Estate. And I know it's completely inappropriate. I'm going to say it anyway. They have got a redhead that works for them that is so unbelievably stunning. She should be in, she should be on the cover of like Vogue. She should be on the cover of Cosmo. And they do like these funny videos over at Century 21. She's always in them. And they're fun videos, but 
when she's like the cover of the video, like when they put her there, you'll notice that the hit counter goes much higher because I'm not the only one that notices how unbelievably stunning she is. And if I could afford to buy a home, even if I didn't want to buy a home, I would be going to her to buy a home. Even if I didn't want one, I would, like, if I could afford it, I would go buy a home just to do business with her. So uh, thank you to everybody at Century 21 McClendon Real Estate. Please don't pull your ads because I said that. Um, all right, so that's it for our, our sponsors for the moment. All right, so where do we go first, Chrissy? Um, I guess we start with our breaking news, right? Yeah, I would. All right, let's pull the picture up. So this is my friend Alex Talcott. In August, on August, I believe it was the 26th. I could have the day wrong. It might have been the 25th, 26th. It was that weekend. I believe it was uh, Saturday night, actually. Although I think I initially said Thursday, but I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday night. Um, Alex Talcott was, was killed. I've been saying murdered, but I can't say that now. Um, Alex Talcott was killed. I got word of it that Saturday. In fact, it was the day before I went into the hospital. So I was feeling really bad and I uh, physically feeling bad. I, was, I had a fever. I wasn't feeling good. But I thought it was my reaction to the bad news that my friend had been killed. And police refused to release any information at all. They stated publicly that they knew who did it. The uh, district attorney stated publicly that they knew who did it, but that it was under investigation. They would not release the name of the person under investigation because they said, and this is the first time in my 56 years on this planet I've ever heard this, anywhere in the country I've never heard this. They were holding the name of the person they were investigating because they believed that it might be self-defense. Sorry, don't buy it. Didn't buy it then, still don't buy it now. Ten minutes before we went on the air, we found out from NewHampshireInfo.com that the Attorney General's office and the Durham police have issued a public statement that Alex Talcott's wife is the person who killed him, Kristen. Uh, I have met Kristen. Um, very sweet girl. Very nice person. Very good mother. I've been in their house. I've met her. I have a dinner at their table. Um, I can't... This is very difficult for me, but I'm going I'm, I'm to... I'm doing this live and I'm doing it in the moment because we literally just found out five minutes ago. Here's what I'm going to say about this. She claims it was self-defense. She was defending her life, that he was attacking her. I have a very hard time believing that. But I wasn't there. And as I was saying to Christy before the show, we've all had friends that we thought were wonderful people and then we let them be our roommate for a summer or we went on vacation with them and found out what insufferable fucking pricks they turned out to be. And we've all had that. Every, every, every person over the age of like 30 has had that experience. So I can't say that I don't believe that that's what happened. What I can say is the fucking shenanigans that went on between the police and the prosecutor's office leads me to be very suspicious that this is actually true. Not so much because I disbelieve that Alex was capable. I think anybody under certain circumstances, whether they're drunk, whether they're on drugs, whether they just got bad news, whether they just found out that, you know, a relationship was breaking up, whether they just well, everyone at some point in their life is capable of doing something horrible. As evidenced by the fact and I brought, we brought this up when we were chatting earlier as well, is that there's a Lawrence retired firefighter who comes to my bash every year and has gotten an award at my bash who was charged with child pornography uh, two days ago in Salem Superior Court. 
And if you had told me that a week ago, I never would have believed that either. Now, I don't know if he's guilty. He's only being charged. Maybe somebody else used his computer. Maybe he's, that's why I'm not giving you his name. But maybe he's not guilty. But if he is guilty, it just goes to show that you really just don't know people the way you think you do sometimes. And we've all had relationships, right? Someone we fell in love with. We thought they were wonderful people. Look, I was in an 11-year relationship. And maybe this is a, 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 a good segue here. I was in an 11-year relationship with a woman with two young children. They were three and five when I moved in. The father was nowhere to be found for the first three years of me moving in with the mother. I raised these kids like they were my own. I, I brought them to swim team and tennis lessons and play practice. I went over their homework with them in the morning. I got them up for school. I picked them up when the nurse called and said that they were sick. I did everything. I loved these kids like they were my own children. And after 11 years of living in that situation, a 17-year-old girl dropped out of the sky and said, Tom, you're my father. And I took a DNA test. It turned out I was her father. And it was from a relationship from long before the person I was living with. And when I said to her, I'm bring, this is what happened, and I want to bring her over and meet the girls, her answer was, you have one family, this family. And if you want to have a family with your bastard child, you can get the fuck out and have a family with your bastard child, but you won't have it here. And I thought, wow, I just lived with this woman for 11 years, and she knows nothing about me. I just raised her kids like they were my own, and she knows nothing about me about who I am inside, that I would say to a little girl, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I can't do, I can't have a relationship with you, my girlfriend won't let me. And the fact that I raised her kids like they were my own, and then she said, but fuck your kid, totally, it totally, it's one of the reasons why I'm not in a long-term relationship right now, I don't trust myself anymore. So I'm bringing all this up because it's perfectly possible that this guy that I loved so much, and he's there, we gave him an award at our bash one year, This guy has done so much for the community. He did so much for me personally, so much for the Valley Patriot. I loved Alex. It has really hurt me a lot. When my family said to me the day after he died, geez, Tom, you don't look good. You got to go to the hospital. I said, no, it's my, it's my, my body's reacting to how upset I am about hearing about what happened to Alex. Come to find out it wasn't that at all. I ended up in a coma for 11 days and in the hospital for 34 days over a physical ailment. But I was so rocked by what happened to Alex that I couldn't even believe that I was sick. I thought it was a physical reaction. And now we find out that his wife, Kristen, killed him. And her, her story, if we believe it, and it's possible, is that he was, he was attacking her at 2 o'clock in the morning for some reason on a Friday or Saturday night. And... The fact uh, I'm going I'm going to suspend my disbelief that Alex could have done that, but here's what I am going to say: a pox on the police and the investigators, the state uh, police, the prosecutors, and the um, and the and the attorney general's office. Shame on all of them for not releasing this information in August. It's 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 February first for Christ's sake, and we're just now learning how Alex Talcott died. And that's if you believe them. I'm not too sure I believe them. Is there a possibility that there's something else going on here and that's why it took them almost six months to release this information? Did it really take six months to investigate whether or not it was self-defense? I, look, I grew up in a cop household. I know a lot about po- police investigations, especially murder investigations. I've written about them, investigated them, and lived in a house with cops 
My father, my uncle, my, th- my three uncles, my four cousins were all cops. Christmas time, people talked about their cases all the time. I've never in my life heard of a, a murder suspect whose name was withheld for six months. Never in my life have I heard that, ever. Not in Massachusetts, not in any state. All right, I know I'm eating up time, so I don't want I'm, I'm to... I'm a little off my game now because of this. We learned this five minutes before we went on the air. I loved Alex Talcott. I really hope that what they're saying isn't true. But it's perfectly possible that it is. And if you ask me if he was attacking his wife, if she did kill him in self-defense, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her anyway, and I feel bad for the children anyway, and I will be praying for them either way. But I don't want the way that he died to diminish what he did for the community. I don't want, I don't want the way that he died to diminish what he did for me what he did for the Valley Patriot, what he did for my readers, the money that he gave us for our scholarships every year. I mean, the guy did a lot, and he did a lot for a lot of people and never asked for anything in return. And so um, I miss Alex a lot. I think about him almost every day. And I talk to him. I can't say I talk to him every day, but I talk to him at least once a week. And so the Attorney General's office says that there is going to be more information forthcoming we skeptically look forward to that information, and there will be something in the next Valley Patriot if we get more. All right, what else do we have? Um, kind of hard to go on after that, right? But I couldn't hold it to the end because I might not get to it. Uh, let's go to uh, our good friend, G- Dean Chongress is a very good friend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very, <coughs> very big supporter of the Valley Patriot and a Facebook friend as well. And let's pull up that picture that we have, if we have it. Um, so about a year ago, he bought Harrison's roast beef in North Andover. And everybody was like, oh, it's terrible that they bought Harrison's. I hope they keep it the same. And I was like, no, I think it's great that they bought Harrison's, whoever did it. Because they sucked. For the last 10 years, their beef has been horrible. Their sauce has not been good. Their french fries have not been good. Um, the service has been terrible. The people behind the counter were rude. Um, I actually literally stopped going there and people that I knew that, that hadn't been there in a while would go and they'd call me and go, Tom, have you been to Harrison's lately? I mean, it's, it's not what it used to be. And so I was glad when I heard someone bought it. I was even more glad when my friend Dean Chongress called and said, Hey, guess what I bought yesterday? I bought Harrison's and I'm turning it into... Another eatery, it's not just going to be roast beef, but we are going to keep the father's original recipe of the sauce, and we are going to serve Harrison's roast beef inside, and it's, uh, it's now called Patrick's. It's going to be called Patrick's. I think it's going to be called Patrick's Eatery, but I'm not sure. Um, so I spoke with Dean this morning because I've been talking about doing an ad package where he sponsors the show, and he buys ads in the Valley Patriot, and we can promote the living hell out of him. And if you know Dean, or if you go to Dean Chongress' Facebook page, it's Dean Chongress, C-H-O-N-G-R-I-S. This guy owns a lot of other food places, and he is a master at food. Like, you, you fall in love with the food pictures on his page within five minutes of going to his Facebook page. So I know what he's, I actually know in my head, not from him telling me. But from knowing him and knowing what he has done with other food places, I know what he plans on doing with this. I can already tell from the things that are starting to come out, and I can't even tell you how excited I am. And he even said to me this morning, hey, Tom, I heard that when you were, um, when you were delivering the newspapers at Harrison's every month, they threw you out. 
which that's true. For the first 10 years of the Valley Patriot, we were at Harrison's. And then when the kid bought it or the father passed away and the kid took over, he threw us out. And he said, I'm throwing you out because I'm throwing all the newspapers out. But he kept the Eagle Tribune. And that, and that never sat right with me. In fact, that, the Dunkin' Donuts on South Broad, um, 114 and Lawrence pulled the same shit. They said, we're throwing all the newspapers out, but they kept the Eagle Tribune box. That just really pissed me off. So he said, listen, when, I, when we open in next month, I want to come on your podcast. We want to make our announcement on your podcast of what we're doing. We get some really good, big surprises. And when we do, you need a box outside Harrison's. We need to put a box outside Harrison's. You'd have Valley Patriot in Harrison's. And so I, I'm very, very excited to announce today that our friend Dean Chongress is going to be having an eatery called Patrick's at Harrison's Roast Beef. They're keeping the Harrison's Roast Beef sauce. They're keeping the original recipe. I, I, apparently, he purchased that too. And um, I believe the first week of March is their target date to open. So that's another little breaking news that nobody else I don't think has. Um, and we're very, very happy about that. All right. We got 10 minutes left to go. Wow. I thought I was going to be able to get to the other two, like, Massachusetts stories, but we're probably going to wrap up with the bash here. So before we, um, before we do that, I have to pull up what I have. So let's pull up uh, our bash update, if we have it. I can, I can already feel, like, the badness creeping into my body right now. It's freaking horrible. I've been feeling so good. I'm just afraid to say it out loud. So here's where we are right now. This is our new top board. As of five minutes before we went on the air, um, the Edmund Lowe Scholarship. This is uh, Edmund Lowe was from Salem High School. He was the first troop to die in Afghanistan in the Afghanistan War. Oddly enough, the last troop to die, the last service person to die in the line of duty in Afghanistan is from Lawrence. So how bizarre is that right here in the Merrimack Valley? The first person to die in Afghanistan in the line of duty was Edmund Lowe from Salem, New Hampshire. And the last to die in the line of duty was, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I think it's uh, uh, Pashado. I don't want to get it wrong. But she was from Lawrence. And I will get, we'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer. Uh, that's at $3,000. And that $3,000 was donated by our good friend Carrie Wyland from House of Mercy and Isaiah 58 right here in Salem, New Hampshire. Our Lawrence High School Junior ROTC Eugene Smith slash John Ratka Memorial Scholarship goes to Eileen Suarez, who is a Junior ROTC uh, cadet commander at Lawrence High School. That's at $2,200. And $55, uh, $1,500 of that came from the John Racker Memorial Scholarship Fund, thanks to Randy Carter and Jason Gilbert. The Dan Strange Memorial Scholarship for a Haverhill High School student going into uh, public safety or policing is at $1,500. And um, I think at least 1000 of that, I don't have the exact number in front of me, came from the from Jerry Flynn, who is president of the New England Police Benevolent Association. They helped us start this scholarship. Um, we actually chose a student yesterday, posted the student's photo, posted the student's bio, and within 10 minutes had to rescind, had to rescind the offer to the student for reasons we're not going to talk about. However, we're a little heartbroken that it happened that way, but we are still looking for another student. The Whittier Tech Scholarship is at $1,500, even with the Haverhill High, which is kind of interesting. Our Great Alliance Tech Scholarship 
is 1,140. The Dan Cody Memorial Scholarship started by our buddy Al Valu for a North Andover student that went to Thompson Grammar School where Dan went to and his two children went to is at $710. Our Surprise Special Needs Scholarship, uh, the winner of which will be announced in the room because the parent is coming. They actually take part in the bash and the parent is bringing his child to the bash this year, and they don't know that they're getting the scholarship. So we're going to surprise them in the room. We can't announce it in advance because he actually does watch the program. And then at the very bottom, every fucking year, I have to deal with this. Every year, these people in Methuen, they hate police. The, the Methuen schools, the people who run the Methuen schools, hate the military and hate the police. And every year, we have a problem. Every year, we have a problem raising money for this Methuen high school student who has yet to be chosen for the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and that is going to jump. We're going to get a donation from Dave Garafalo, who started this right here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's for a student going into journalism or broadcasting. And so that will jump up because Dave does kick in. But, boy, I'll tell you, I have to twist arms and make phone calls for Methuen elected officials, for Methuen educators, for Methuen parents, to kick in on this scholarship. And I was thinking about it on the way in today. What's really odd about this is that the majority of my readers are from Methuen. And the majority of my advertisers are from Methuen. And the majority of the people who watch this program or listen to us on iHeartRadio or iTunes or Podbean or Google Play are from Methuen. And yet every year, every year we struggle to raise money for a kid from Methuen, and I get that part of that. Part of that is because Methuen does their own scholarship drive every year, and a lot of that money gets sucked up by Methuen doing their scholarship drive. But they do it like the typical communists that they are. They do it where they raise a whole bunch of money, and then every kid gets the same amount. Like, it's divided evenly among a bunch of kids, right? We pick one kid, we raise money for one kid because we vet that one kid because we don't want to waste anybody else's money. So I'm not criticizing the way they do it. If that's the way they want to do it, God bless them. I'm sure it helps a lot of people, and it does kind of eat in. However, however, you would think that at least the elected officials, the reps, the city councilors, the school committee people, the the educators, the people who say how much they care about the children so freaking much all the time, you would think that they would be able to kick in $10, $20 a piece and get those numbers up every year. And it's not until I start shaming people by name on Facebook that those numbers start going up toward the end. Last year, it was kind of in the middle, but a week before the bash, it was still very much at the bottom, and it was very far behind. So a little tough love for you people in Methuen. Please don't do this again, because if I have to struggle as hard to get money for this, for the, this year's recipient, on our 20th anniversary, I've been doing this for 20 years. Next year, the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe will go to a Lawrence kid. And we will just do, we will do three scholarships for Lawrence kids. Because let me tell you the pride that Lawrence people have. The pride that Lawrence people have, Lawrence was the highest total last year. It was $10,600. It was the most we'd ever given out for a single scholarship ever. In fact, the Lawrence people have so much pride in being able to send one of their own kids to college that the kids started at 6000 I'm sorry, $9,965. And we actually had the big check written out. 
and she was holding a check that said $9,965 when a city councilor said, I want to round that up. I want to donate $35, and I want to round it up. And then Randy Carter from uh, the John Rackham Memorial Scholarship said, you know what? We, that's not fair. We don't want her to be tied with with the Dan Cody people. That's not fair. We're going to donate another $500. And then the Lawrence High alumni president was in the room and kicked in another $500 and made it $10,600 for the highest amount in a single scholarship we'd ever given. So let's look at these two compared from last year. And, you know, you would think that I would have that up as well. Um, so, you know, look, compared to last year, here's 10600 for the Lawrence High Junior ROTC. The, the people in Lawrence really care about their kids. That's what that tells you. That's what it tells me. The mayor kicked in 500 Every city councilor, almost every city councilor kicked in between three and $500. Almost every member of the school committee kicked in money. I was getting calls from, I was getting donations on Venmo for $5 and $10 from kids at Lawrence High School who knew the girl getting the scholarship and wanted to kick in a little bit, all right? And then when it comes to Methuen, we can't get, like, three city councils to kick in 100 bucks each. Like, it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, the, the um, I'm sorry, I was talking about last, so you have last week and this week's, right? Is that what you have up there? Well, that's what I just had, but I just changed it to oh, last year sorry, because you said I last year. Up. I'm like, wait, I put the wrong one in I there. Screwed. No, you didn't. No, okay, you didn't. I can change it back. Oh, yeah, can you change yeah, it back? Because yeah, I want to see, and if you could just make... If you could just make it big enough for me to take a look at so oh, I know what I'm saying. So I wanted to compare what we did last week. We came in and gave you a, uh, a total for what last week's um, – where we were last week as opposed to where we are this week. All right. There we go. That's All right. We've got one. it. Okay. So this is this week's 10795 So, uh, So in, in a week and a half of raising money, we've raised almost 11000 That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Where were we last week? Last week is there. We go. All right. So in the first week we raised six thousand dollars. That's pretty good. In the last week we raised like another four. Not so good. Not so great. Hmm. But I have been kind of you know I've been down a little bit and I haven't made a lot of phone calls. Yep. But we're gonna try. And so this is where we were last year. I'm sorry, uh, last week. Yeah. I talk so fast that I just lose myself. You know what I mean? I just do. I keep watching that counter count down, and it just makes me more and more nervous. I go faster and faster as the show goes. Um, we got we got to find a way to get more sponsors so I can do a two-hour show. Yeah. That's what we've got to do. Uh, I'm really just convinced that that's – when we were doing a two-hour show, we were covering a lot more. We were getting a lot more done, and we had a lot more viewers too, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so we've raised like another $4,000 in the last week. Right now we're at ten thousand seven ninety five. I think was what you had up on the up on the screen. So yep. we're hoping next week we come in and we're, we've broken twenty thousand. That's That'd my goal. Awesome. I want yeah. to come in next week. We have seven weeks from tomorrow is the Valley Patriot Bash. It is March twenty second. You can get tickets on eventbrite.com. Search for Valley Patriot um, or search for Valley Patriot Bash. Or I think you could probably even search for my name. Um, is at the Firefighters Relief Inn this year. I want to thank DJ Rick Blanty, who donates his time every year to the bash. Uh, and, of course, Jane Zanny Pesci is going to be our MC. And we have a couple of surprises. We have a scholarship surprise, but we also have a celebrity surprise that I booked just this morning. Um, and I know that my bash committee is going to hate it because it's a comedian, but they're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Um, but, uh, but we hope to see you there. We have tables of 10 available. We have no tables of eight left. 
but we do have tables of 10 available. So if you want to get tables of 10, uh, you can go on eventbrite.com. If you want to buy individual tickets, you can do that. And uh, by the way, veterans and active duty military are always free at any Valley Patriot event. Tickets are $50 in advance, $55 at the door. Tables of 10 are $500. And if you are a veteran or an active duty military, you come for free. And we've been asked a couple of times, um, what if a guy's military or a veteran and he comes with his wife? Does the wife get to come for free? We used to always say yes to that, but they cut our capacity this year from 500 to 300, so we can't say yes to that this year. It's our 20th, and I wish that we could. It's killing me hearing the words come out of my mouth, but, uh, but we can't. So uh, Veterans Active Duty Military Free, and we hope that we will see you. Uh, I guess we can roll up Melvin Taylor. I want to thank my sponsors. I love the guys at Borelli's Deli in Part 28. We love that they're with us for, I think, at least another couple of weeks through February. EIS, Investigation and Gun Trading. Happy birthday to uh, Joe Solomon. Marsan and Sun Construction. We got to get Ronnie. We got to get Ronnie Marsan to the bash. He's a lot of fun. We put him on the front page last year because he's, he, he's a lot of fun in the room. He's a hoot. He seems like he's this reserved guy because he doesn't really say much when you talk to him. But then you get him in a room like that and he's a lot of fun. <laughs> Century 21, McLennan Real Estate, the Zany Pesci Law Office. We're going to put Vinny Pesci to work this year. Yeah. Maybe we'll get him selling 50-50 or something. There you go. I mean, if the wife's going to be up on stage being my being my muse, my MC, my my inspiration for the night, then we had to at least get him to do something, right? He shouldn't be having fun out there. He should be working, I yeah. say. Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Clear Path for Veterans New England, the Doug Mercurio Law Office, AFC Urgent Camp, Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors, and JG's Ice Cream. Thank you also to Chrissy for letting me go over every You're single welcome. week. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sounds like Melvin Taylor says you gotta go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.